Greetings, Alpha Seekers, and uh, welcome to the weekend, the week-ending edition of the Alpha's Next podcast. Um, today, I discovered a very interesting resource, and I put it out on the uh, Alpha's Next uh, LinkedIn company page, and also uh, shared it to my personal LinkedIn account. And what it is, is a... Uh, coronavirus vaccine tracker that is put together by Biopharma Live. And uh, it's very frequently updated. So uh, you can go out to the LinkedIn company page and and see a link to it. So uh, I kind of summarized it into a little chart, which I'm hoping I will uh, get around to writing up and probably posting on, on LinkedIn. Uh, so it breaks down the firms, the type of uh, vaccine, and the timing based on whatever intelligence they use, which is mostly company announcements, etc. So... If you're playing along at home with this uh, virus trade, or the vaccine trade, which, of course, not only powers the uh, search for the cure and may have some alpha opportunities for investors just on that basis in terms of how the companies are going to do, but also is a very leading indicator of where the stock market in general and the economy in general are going to go. Uh, whether or not the impact of the virus is going to be, or the vaccine is going to be as much as people hope for is another question. But, you know, the perception, I think, is going to be that it's like VE Day in World War II or something. So, um, didn't mean the war was over, but it was at least halfway done when we beat the Germans. So, uh, I'll just verbally walk through these and I'm going to walk through them based on the uh, the mechanism of action or type if you will uh, the first one is Moderna and that's the uh, the messenger RNA and that's what their company is named after their symbol is actually mRNA so uh that stands for messenger RNA, so that you can tell their whole company's based on that. And uh, the other companies that are using that uh, are CureVac and uh, BioNTech, which is partnered with Merck. So if you kind of look at this market based on the uh, vi- the vaccine type, those are your three in the mRNA uh, classification. And then there's uh, viral vectors, and there's two types of viral vectors. There's uh, replicating viral vectors and non-replicating viral vectors. So in the replicating viral vector category, we have Merck, and Merck bought a company that had some intellectual property in this area, and they've also had success with this in another antiviral uh, against a different disease. Now, Merck is taking its time. Uh, the other factor that you got to take into account here is timing. Merck won't be first 
past the post. But they're looking for a one-shot solution, and, uh, you know, they're very deliberate. I've seen their CEO, Ken Frazier, on CNBC, which I watch so you don't have to, a lot. And he's like, look, <laughs> we're taking our time here. You know, we're going to get it right. We're not going to get it quick. So <clears throat> don't look for them to be the, the first past the post by any means. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the, the technology is proven there. The type of virus of vaccine is proven. So, and Merck is very good at what they do. You know, they've come up with uh, lots of other vaccines. Now, in the non-replicating viral vector, uh, we have CanSino and, uh, let's see, let's see another one here, sorry. AstraZeneca, actually. This is the Oxford thing that just broke some bad news. Uh, not, not as bad as people thought, I guess. And also a company called GRI, which is Russian. So you got a Chinese company, a Russian company, and a British company. And if I was going to go with any one of those, I'd go with the British company. Um, the Russian research has been widely criticized. And then uh, you also have J&J in that space. So you've got two major pharma companies going down that road, which is encouraging uh, to me. And then you've got a Russian and Chinese, uh, you know, more or less state-sponsored players, which I wouldn't touch. So, um, and they're not easy to touch anyway. Then, uh, <clears throat> the one thing, the reason I started looking at this was I read something that indicated that the Chinese are uh, already using a virus or a vaccine on a widespread basis. So I was thinking that whether that's wise or unwise, it would be a good tell on the type of vaccine. So um, there are, t as I say, two companies there. One is CanSino, and they're using the non-replicating viral vector. Uh, the other Chinese company is Sinovac, and they're using inactive virus. And I think that's the one that is out there. So, um, you know, that's, and they've partnered with Brazil in that. So they've, you know, I think desperate times demanding desperate measures. They're, they're doing a phase three trial in Brazil. So, again, I, I don't know that these Chinese companies are really investable, but... Uh, I don't, and I also don't see any other companies that are using that inactive virus methodology. So if it's Sinovac or Sinovac, that's, uh, that's the first out there on a widespread use basis, then I don't know if there's much that can be learned. Now, the Russian company, as I said, is using that non-replicating viral vector so that may be somewhat instructive for AZ. But the thing about AZ is it's so big, it's, and they're doing it for basically cost, so they're not going to make any money on it, in my opinion. So I don't think that's a good play either. Uh, let's see what else we got. 
Then there's another type called protein-based. And what that does is basically tries to uh, flood the system with the uh, protein of the type that the virus uses to attach itself to the cell. So it's kind of like trying to alert the immune system to go out and kill uh, the anything that has that kind of a protein on it. So different different approach to it. And again, you know, we may have multiple vaccines with multiple approaches, and that's one way to structure your uh, portfolio if you're doing this is to put some chips on each type of mechanism. Now, as far as I can see, uh, Sino... Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Sanofi and GSK are using that protein-based. There's a company called Clover that's using the protein-based. And uh, Novavax. Novavax is the one that's gotten most of the press. So, um, both of those, or all three of those, are either unknown timeline or 21. So, again, those aren't going to be the first ones. Uh, so, anyway, you can see that you can group these by the type of virus and by the timeline. And I think what I'm going to do, if my ambition holds is put together a chart like that and uh, put it out there on probably LinkedIn, uh, on the LinkedIn company page. So uh, so let's hope I do that. And if I do, I'll let you know. By the way, um, I don't know who my listeners are unless they tell me. So uh, I'd like to know. So I know uh, the ones... I know, you know who you are if you already have spoken to me as a result of this podcast. But um, if you haven't, uh, I'd like you to let me know who you are so that uh, we can communicate, you know, on a two-way basis. So there's a number of ways you could do that. You could text me at 708-334-8414. You could email me at terrynugent at outlook.com. That's T-E-R-R-Y-N-U-G-E-N-T at O-U-T-L-O-O-K.com. Or you could, uh, you know, make a comment on the the company LinkedIn page, Alpha's Next, or just shoot me an, an in-mail on LinkedIn or a comment on my profile. Whatever you want to do, but just... uh, Identify yourselves, and uh, that will let me know who who knows what about what I think and what I'm doing. And uh, I'm thinking that uh, that's a good thing. So uh, I look forward to finding out who y'all are, and uh, maybe we can talk offline about some stuff. So... Uh, that's it for Friday. I'm not going to muddy up the waters here uh, with another topic. So uh, very focused today, and we did it in under 12 minutes. So live long and prosper, stay safe, and we'll uh, talk to you over the weekend probably. Bye-bye.